Regina Strayhorn is a musician, actor, writer, and one-third of the amazing band-slash-guerrilla-theater outfit that is Bandits on the Run. As her alter ego Clarissa, she and the other bandits began performing musical stick-ups in the New York City subways before growing into tiny desk concerts, European tours, and so much more. You can learn more about her music and work at banditsontherun.nyc. Oh. oh, beep beep. Uh, someone's excited to start. <laughs> beep beep. Toot, toot, baby. Toot, toot. Let's record. <laughs> Hi, everyone. This is uh, my name is David uh, Andrew Greener Laws. With me, as always, is my wonderful illuminantness co host. Oh, it's not even a word. That's how illuminatus you are today. And he's like looking deep into my eyes as he's saying that, and that's what came out of him. Is Megan Greener? Hi, Megan. Hi. How are Hello. you? Hello. I'm I'm fine. I like your Greener Laws add-in. I'm getting used to that. Do you want yours too? Sure. It's me, David Andrew Greener Laws, and my wife Megan Aileen Greener Laws. <laughs> oh, put the middle name. We in got there. a whole bunch wow. of names over here. <laughs> I was listening back to last week, and I was a little mumbly last week. So I'm going to be very articulate this week. And I will also not do whatever I was doing last week. What What if you were doing good things? Mm. I have some ginger tea. Yep, 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 yep. Made that. A little ASMR there. <laughs> yes, thank you for the tea. And this is, I haven't even said the title yet. It's Dress for the Podcast You Want. Welcome. Welcome. It's a show about success. And today, our guest is very successful uh, and is coming to us. Where are you? Where are you from? No, not from, but like, we'll, we'll get into all that. Uh, is Regina Strayhorn. Hi, Regina. Hello. I'm in, a, I'm in a blanket fort in Bushwick. <laughs> yes, I love it. That sounds like your anonymous uh, like love letter advice name <laughs> from Blanket Fort in Bushwick. Hi, everybody. Are you having trouble being in love during COVID? So is everyone else. It's Blanket Fort in Bushwick. <laughs> I think the Blanket Fort would help, really. Maybe you make dual Blanket Forts. You're in one, they're in the other. I'm, I'm really actually just picturing Regina being... Under a blanket, like cuddling and with a microphone in front of her. That's on, that's like, all I'm picturing. On her front, with her elbows on the ground, her yeah. her fists on her chin, kicking oh, yeah. her feet like, in the air. Very sleepover style. Yeah. And my flashlight, my like nineteen ch- chunky eighties <laughs> flashlight. And then later, I'll go out into the woods and disappear. You know. <laughs> you got some goosebumps in there. You got yeah. your icy. <laughs> Oh, Regina, it's so good to have you on the show finally. It's been a long I lo- time I, coming. I'm, I, yeah, I'm so happy that, that I get to be on the show. I think you guys are awesome, and I, I love um, I love listening to you. It's fun. Ooh, stop. Stop it. Stop, stop. it. We're so- <laughs> this, is, this is, again, this is another uh, episode this season where I'm just a huge fan of the person we're yeah. talking about. Yeah, we're, I'm just feeling very... Um, warm and fuzzy right now and it's so fun to be friends with people you're fans of yeah and be like this is my friend but also look at the things they do isn't that cool here's the thing guys she's a she's a part of an amazing band called bandits on the run and they sang at our wedding and like they they like one of their songs was perfect for a first dance because it just we Mm. love it we love them and it felt like us and they played their own song live while we danced and i will never forget that ever so first things first regina uh, do you consider yourself a successful person? I do. Um, mostly <laughs> because <laughs> uh, I feel like I um, I change every year. And when I look 
I think I have more positive changes than negative changes. So I'd say yes. I'd say the answer to that is yes. Are you big on the new year? Are you a big starting over resolutions kind of person? Um, you know, I am. I am a big starting over in resolutions person, but not necessarily like linked to like the new year. I feel Thank like you. It, yeah. I feel like I, I'm more kind of like have my own seasons within myself and like and like that I kind of clock. I I don't I'm not necessarily like, you know, what's it? Is it the Gregorian calendar that we're on? Which exactly. Yes, exactly. I feel yeah, that I don't, entirely. Yeah. It's yeah. it's cold and rainy and really poopy out right now and it makes me not feel like oh fresh start new year let's get going it makes me feel like (laughs) i'm gonna make now i'm gonna make a blanket for it yeah but in my soul yeah Mm -hmm. (laughs) what's what's your your calendar go on is it is it your birthday mine's my birthday oh is that your like your your starter fresh that's mine when i hit a birthday i'm like this is the one Uh uh-huh i'm definitely a birthday person too because my birthday's in august so it is that like kind of you know end of summer almost like linked to like when you go back to school and you're like oh my god new year new school yeah. year new me i got a new backpack and new exactly. you know like i still am on that still new on that new me <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you can tell i was a good student by what i just said <laughs> <laughs> i love it so we what about, what about you Oh, sorry. This isn't about us. Were you going to ask if we're successful people? <laughs> yes, I yes I was. I'm curious. <laughs> Is it too early, or or just barely in? But I want to know. What do you guys think? <laughs> <laughs> We've already answered that question on various episodes of this podcast. You can go we? back and yeah, probably. Oh, I don't remember what I said. All right, Megan, do you consider yourself a successful person? Hmm. Y- yes. Yes. I think there's more to go, but yes. Great. Yeah. Because uh, people are affected by what I do, and I Ooh. think, and I think that in itself it has a you know that can warrant success. Sure. So you know, and I definitely think that's very valid in in Regina's case. <laughs> okay, now Regina, you ask me. David, do you consider yourself successful? No, but that's okay. There's <laughs> there's more to come. We so we and and that's a tricky question for me, obviously. But that's why I'm not posing it to myself. I'm posing it to you. So one of the things that we do with this question of success is we categorize it in terms of professional success, uh, success in relation to others, and success in relation to yourself. So professionally, first of all, let me ask this. This is a this is a maybe a silly question. Professionally, I mean, you do a lot. You're a musician. You're a you, wait. What kind of visual art do you do? You do like fashion. I yes, I used to. I used to do um, some styling. Um, but I, but I'm sort of, um, uh, I've come away from that and I'm actually about to start a new venture, uh, into <gasps> becoming a casting director. I'm really interested <gasps> in that. So that's like a new, new page flip. um, so that's, that's something new, but yeah, I, I would definitely say I'm more, uh, the things that I do the most professionally is, uh, music um and a little bit of acting and now this awesome. new adventure yeah and and i mean bandits like so i i said i i will have said like an introduction thing at the beginning talking about it but like bandits on the run is just a phenomenal band like one like even if i didn't i i went to school with adrian who's a member of it and then adrian met sydney and you and sydney know each other from, from college school. is that right yeah mm-hmm. yep and so uh did you 
like obviously you had done music and performing and that kind of stuff before bandits but like did you can you t- just talk i, I want to this is for me this isn't for anybody else just like what was the sort of beginning of bandits where you were like oh this is a real thing this is like something like part of our living um i think well it all happened pretty quickly for me because i so i moved to new york in february of 2004 14. And, um, and when I moved to New York, I moved in with Sydney. And Adrian was there all the time as well. And, and we were just started kind of playing music in the living room. Uh, And then Adrian said, like, let's go down to the subway. And I never done that before. But I was it was like my first like week in the city. So I was like, of course, I'll try anything. Um, And, you know, I like I think it was our first time down there uh it's kind of like what you said megan where people were affected by what we did i saw like Uh people's energy visibly shift and i went oh well like uh like this is this is new york city baby as things just happen (laughs) um and uh, you know i'm kind of joking but also it is kind of true like sometimes sometimes when opportunity just plops itself at your feet you know you kind of dumb to not like take it and roll with it um so i i think kind of in that first moment i was like oh this is a thing but i didn't realize that before i moved adrian and sydney were plotting to like do some music stuff with me i literally had no clue so i just like (laughs) i moved in and they were like we're a band and i was like great fantastic (laughs) i'm in in a band now i guess (laughs) i'm in a band you moved to new york you're in a band in bushwick my god that's amazing Abandoned a blanket fort in Bushwick. <laughs> so that's not why you moved to New York. No, no. So I moved to New York with the intention of just doing acting because that's what I went to school for. I went to a conservatory uh, in Winston Salem, North Carolina, called University of North Carolina School of the Arts. Yeah. And yep. uh, and then I was in North Carolina for a bit, and then moved to New York. Um, and you know, and, and with acting, like I felt like there was a lot of like stop stops and starts. It was a little bit more of a, of a tide to like push against. And then with music, I kind of felt like I got swept up in the tide and then it was a little bit easier to, to just rock with things. Um, mm. uh, so kind of slowly music became my like main, my main deal. Um, but when I first moved to New York, I, I moved with the intention of being an actor, but I didn't really have kind of a specific vision of what I wanted to do. That was mostly mm-hmm. like my training and the sort of lens that I look through like art making with. Um, mm-hmm. And then it's applied to a bunch of different things. That and 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 now you're going to be a casting director. Yeah. I mean, I hope so. I hope I don't listen Where, to this in a year and be like, "Whoops." <laughs> but um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I think with I think with this year, this past year, twenty twenty. Oh, it feels so great to say past year twenty twenty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice. Um, the late twenty twenty. Yeah. The late twenty twenty. Um, R I H. Rest in hell. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I, I think, like you know, there's nothing like a tumultuous year to take stock of like what are the things that I feel like are are succeeding and what are the things that I feel like could use some more growth and I just I sort of realized that I care so much about um about how stories are told as well as like what stories are told in the lead up and like who's behind the table like who's mm-hmm. who's producing things like all all the decisions that lead up to you know uh putting a story in front of an audience like I was like I want to be a little bit more involved in like all the 
pre-production stuff. And um, so, yeah, so it's a new venture. It feels exciting and also kind of like a big question mark because, you know, um, the art right now is a big question mark. I don't know how we're all going to proceed, but we all want mm-hmm. to. So it's going to happen. Um, yeah. So we'll see. That really is the landscape is like, yeah, it's going to it's going to come back. How and in what way? I don't know. It's like a cocoon. Oh, yeah. it's like a cocoon. Well, just like I think um, even when things are back up and running, I think the idea, even like from a casting director's standpoint, I, I don't know. And I assume that Zoom auditioning is not going to go away, even when people are, are safely allowed to be back in the room with one another again. Yeah, I agree. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think certain things are, are going to stay, at least for the next while, until the next better thing comes along. <laughs> until we can all do holographic auditions. Holographic auditions. <laughs> you're there, but you're not really there. <laughs> they had you a script, and it just falls through your hand on the floor. Yeah. Oh, just... So I'm just Sorry, I'm just getting used to this. Yeah. <laughs> so when I, when I ask you initially about uh, whether or not you were a successful person, uh, I don't know if you remember there was a big pause. <laughs> and then and then you said that you do and so like professionally do you feel do you feel more or less confident in answering yes prof- like as professional success like is there more that you want or is it because of this new path or like what's what's the relationship there i definitely think the the pause uh is definitely um comes from the professional side most of all because Mm. I I think it's like the world is never enough you know and I think like whenever you're working really hard and you're hustling and you're you know constantly like um what's the word putting the hammer to the wall chipping the chipping chipping a block off a block you know that what's that phrase (laughs) no that's the phrase chipping a block off a block chipping a block off a block (laughs) pounding the pavement is that the one yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, I mean, to me, I I wouldn't be satisfied professionally until like Bandits on the Run is like Oprah, like this like monolithic presence. Um, so obviously, it's you know everything that we do, uh, we're always looking like five steps steps forward to see um, what's next. So in a way, it doesn't ever kind of feel like we've like made it to the top of the mountain. Um, did, did you mean on Oprah or did you mean Oprah? You want oh, Bandits on the Run to be the Oprah? Oprah, the entity Oprah, the icon Oprah, <laughs> what Oprah means to the hearts and minds of people. Like <laughs> What does that look like to you when Bandits on the Run is Oprah? <laughs> they have when their own network. <laughs> yeah, when we have our network, when we're when we're gifts, when when I can just go like, you know, you get a car gifts? and you just, I, <laughs> There's gotta be bandits on the run gifts. I don't believe that. If there aren't, I'm gonna go make some. <laughs> I haven't seen any, but if you wanna make some, I'd be happy to happy to use them. <laughs> I'm I'm super hip and uh, know all about technology, so I bet I could make it like one. <laughs> super hip. I'm super hip. <laughs> God, I want that for you. I want Bandits yeah. to be Oprah. I mean, even just like the things that you guys have done, like the the tiny desk concert and things like that, like that is just amazing. Weren't you in Rolling Stone? We, we yes, we were featured um, on a, a playlist leading up to the election, which was great. It was an election week playlist. Um, wow. That was really cool. That That's felt amazing. Cool. God. Yeah. Hey, if you haven't heard it enough this week, you're you're amazing. <laughs> 
And I, I mean, just like having arrived here in 2014 and then fast forward only a couple years later and yet you guys are hitting milestones like that. Like, that's crazy. But it's not wow. enough. Not for Regina. Regina wants more. <laughs> more! <laughs> <laughs> what about, um, let's talk about, uh, I, we said it wrong for so many episodes, which is the problem, right? What? There's professor, professor, I just said that one wrong. Yeah. So. so, so sorry guys, we're really working on it. <laughs> there's professional, there's personal and there's interpersonal, but mm-hmm. interpersonal, I think we were defining as within yourself, ourselves. but I think interpersonal actually means person to person. So let's do that one. How's your relationship with others, whether that's bandmates, relationships, family, How's how how's the success meter in that uh, avenue? That so that avenue I'm pretty proud of, especially this year. I feel like um, I I feel like my interpersonal success is pretty strong, um, uh, especially because this year I I started seeing an amazing therapist, and then that also has just like increased my interpersonal relationships just to the next level. Um, uh, yeah, yeah. I think I can very confidently say that's probably like the pride of my life is my interpersonal relationships. For that's sure. nice. Because where nice. where are you from originally? I'm originally from Chapel Hill, North Carolina. Oh, okay. Yeah. How's so North Carolina? Lots, um, well, you know, I haven't been down there in a bit. Um, uh, so I don't know. You'll have to ask North Carolina. <laughs> I'll ask Chapel Hill. <laughs> Well, email North Carolina. How are you guys? Just hey, how are you guys down there? I think they'll be like, we're busy. (laughs) Half the people here don't wear masks. (laughs) I have a friend who's who's from and is in Winston Salem right now, and that is the that is the we're busy. I think is is exactly the right uh, sentiment. It's going to be okay. Nor- hey, North Carolina, listen, you're going to be okay. You're going to be okay. You can do it. Yeah. There's so much happening right now. There's the the curse of of recording podcasts. Like by the time this podcast goes out, more stuff will have happened, yeah, more very significant dates will have passed. Yeah. Uh politically and yep. socially and but it's going to be okay. <laughs> I promise. <laughs> Georgia's going to be okay. Kentucky's going to I don't know, but <laughs> That's who you can. That's who you can shit talk for me if you want. If okay, okay, great. I'm gonna. I've. I've just. In case it. you didn't know, he's he's from Kentucky, so that's why he says that. There's a lot to unpack. Uh, I'm from Kentucky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Regina asked off mic earlier if there was anyone that we wanted her specifically to shit talk for us, and I may have found someone, but I want to try to do it creatively. So I want to ask this creative question first. In bandits, great. what's great. your like creative forte? Right? Are you the one who's like, hey, I I've, I thought of this. Uh, this uh, uh, tune and it goes and what if we built on that or are you the one going like hey I got these lyrics or like or you, or do you do it all or what's what's your or are you like okay I, I hear where you're going for here's how I can help or here's how I can harmonize with yeah. that yeah um I can I just you guys did a very good job of picking out my fortes <laughs> all of them <laughs> I think um uh I think probably my strongest suit is I'm good at uh making up uh, a melody and lyrics at one time i just kind of improvise something in like a you know in like a genre uh, growing up i was always a really good mimic um 
And so I felt like I kind of carry that with me. If it's like, we want a song that sounds like bubbles in the wind. I'm like, what about this? And I'm like, bubbles in the wind, you know, or whatever. And um, yes. uh, <laughs> so, so I think I'm good with like coming out uh, with sort of first pass ideas, you know, okay. um, and then, and then we like build from there. I'd say that's probably one of my, one of my stronger suits. Um, and then I also love lyrics. I'm just a lyrics person. I just, you know, uh, it's my favorite part of any song. So, um, Ooh, so I like to, the text. Like to yes. work on that. Yeah. Yeah. That's the actor in you, right? Return yeah, to yeah. the text. She, she loves oh, that absolutely. text. Absolutely. For sure. For sure. All right. At the end of the episode, I'm going to want a little ditty <laughs> about Mitch McConnell. <laughs> Without naming Mitch McConnell, you can't use his name in it. But just a little about this mean, bad turtle man who really, <laughs> really just does not like all the people he lives around. Mean, bad turtle man that's, with purple hands. <laughs> that's what he is. He is. Oh, we'll get there. You you let that marinate a little bit. All right, I'll, I'll steal on it. I'll steal on it. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have a favorite bandit song? Me? Yeah. Oh, man. Um, I know Megan's. I didn't need is, to ask this is gonna This is going to be a little bit like, uh, what's the word? Frustrating for anybody's listening who's a band fan because it's a new song that we haven't oh. released yet that we're oh. about to release in a couple of, in, in a couple of weeks but um uh, i love our song hurricane um it's Ooh, it, cool. it, nobody knows what it sounds like right now because we, we wrote it in 2020 and we recorded it and it's going to be on our uh, on our ep but um uh yeah i I love that as, song. So as, that's kind of an speaking, unsatisfying answer. But that's- speaking as a fan of the band, that's not frustrating to me because that just means I have something to look forward to. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, good, good. <laughs> no, Megan's favorite is... Well, I mean, like, the first song that I really latched onto when David first introduced me to you guys was, was Funky Ghost. Was Funky Ghost. Yeah. But, you know, I, I obviously have a special place in my heart for Sweet Thing and yeah. um, really love yeah. Pot of, Pot of Pot Plant. Pot of Plant's my favorite. so great. I love Blue Heaven. Actually, it might be a combination of Blue Heaven. Oh, and Blue Heaven! I oh. love that song. You keep naming the uh, gems. Yeah. 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 Paris is beautiful. Yeah. 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 Oh, yep. thank you guys. I <laughs> yeah. yeah I, I you know I have a, they're like my children. I'm like they all have a they all have a, like you're not supposed to have favorites. You do, but mostly you love them all the same. <laughs> yeah. I was gonna say my parents have a favorite. <laughs> Who is it? Dave? And it's, it's you. Me. <laughs> Of course it's me. I've got a podcast. <laughs> that's and they remarked. listen to every episode all the way through. Everyone. I think my mom does. I'm not positive my stepdad would know where to get a podcast. But... <laughs> where to get one. What's, what's your mom's name? Michelle. Hi, Michelle. <gasps> I mean, you met her at the wedding, so yeah. like, she's definitely she's a fan as well. So, so she's gonna, gonna she's gonna flip. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. Well, what about personal? How's how's Regina's relationship to Regina? Regina's relationship to Regina. Um, I think I think it's it's pretty tight. um (laughs) you mentioned that you were just you you had a new therapist is that a is that a new to therapy or new to this therapist or new to therapy new to therapy Mm. so i started i started um so i I actually first got to do therapy because of the loveland foundation which is this um uh this uh i think it's a nonprofit, but it's an organization um 
headed by Rachel Cargill, and it um, uh, fundraises to allow Black women to uh, to some therapy ses- sessions free of charge. Um, awesome. So, so I like applied for it and then got some free sessions, and it literally it did change my life. So this was in um, this was in what fall of 2019 um, oh. when I started working with my my current therapist and then I had to stop seeing her because of uh money issues and then mm-hmm. I started seeing her again this past year and Amazing. yeah I, I mean I really think it's kind of hard to especially when you don't have when you're not rolling in the dough to like yeah. put an investment into yourself feels a little bit like scary and like oh is this worth it it's like I don't I, you know I don't need to like to dive into some of these issues right and but the answer is yes yes you do I can attest to that I'm like it's been worth every penny it really has so um, amazing yeah I've been feeling I've been feeling really good about it um so yes I'd say my personal relationship is definitely the strongest that it's ever been um and that's really exciting to me you know because I I think like I keep on saying like, especially, especially 2020 has taught us, you know, cause mm-hmm. 20, I mean, 2020 has just been this like uh, Goliath of a year. Uh, mm-hmm. There's nothing that I found um, that was more important to hold on to than like how I relate to myself into the world because everything else is so temporary. I was like, Oh, <laughs> I need mm-hmm. to like figure this out. Oh, that's amazing. Therapy should be free. Oh my God. I agree. Therapy should be part of universal healthcare and it yep. should all be free. Yep. I really do. I'm so excited that you were able to go. You, did you say you were able to go back to the therapist you'd been seeing? Mm-hmm. Yep. So I'm so glad to hear that. Yeah. Because yeah. it's yeah. it stinks to start over with somebody. Yeah. 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 And to have like a, a relationship over time has yeah. just been incredible. Because I think there was one session where I literally was like, "Oh, I think I've mostly talked about all my problems. I don't know what we'll talk about next." And then like, <laughs> and then, <laughs> then the next. I was like, that was silly, wasn't it? To be like, I think I'm done. I think, I think I'm I, done healing. I think I'm I think over I, it. I won therapy. So <laughs> we're good gone here. through all the levels. <laughs> I passed, right? I, yeah, what's my final score of therapy? Because <laughs> I did therapy in college and I did, they, we also had like a free session for at our college, but it was like once a month. And when I started seeing my therapist now, and I and he was like, how frequently would you like to meet? I was like, well, I did used to do once a month. And he was like, that is not enough. And I was like, oh, OK. <laughs> oh, so you mean like how many times a week do I want to I mean, see he him? would see me multiple times a week. But also, but also, Hunter's got to get paid. So, yeah. <sighs> yeah. But he shouldn't have to. It should be free. And we should just pay him <laughs> in bread. In, bre- in bread and water. No, in like, I don't know. Like, I think I'm just a big old communist. <laughs> This isn't about me. This is about Regina. <laughs> I say that, but at the same time. Um, Regina, what's what's your advice for a success? Huh. Let me ask this first, because I just realized I maybe skipped a step. That's not a usual step, but it's maybe like a new step I wanna start implementing is like, what's your relationship to success? Like what like before this podcast and we sort of like shone a light on success as a thing. It sounds like professionally, at least, it was something you'd thought about. I know what I want to do to be successful and how I want to get it. Like, was it important to you or was it something you hadn't thought about much? Or like, what's what was your relationship to success? Yeah, it was something that was, that was super important to me. Um, and I also think I thought of it purely as professional success. Hmm. Um, and as I've gotten older, I've sort of realized like living a balanced life is is 
uh, very important and, you know, kind of all areas that you guys have talked about that professional, personal, the interpersonal, like having all those kind of pie charts be relatively equal in size is, is, you know, uh, paramount. So, um, yeah, it's something that I, I definitely thought about. Um, and I think when I moved to New York, I didn't, like I said, I didn't kind of really have a specific vision of exactly what I wanted to do, but I remember saying like, I want to, I want to be an employer. I want to be able to employ people. And like, we've been able to do that with bandits. Like we've been able to, to hire people to work with us. And, um, and also like we have, uh, organized our own bills and, and highlighted artists. And I'm super proud of that. Um, and obviously with this new venture, like I'm definitely stepping into that intention because I would love to cast people and employ them. Um, Absolutely. But I, but I think kind of like the bigger, the bigger desire outside of just specifically being like, I want to employ people. is like, I want to be able to, um, to have an effect on, on people's like ability to, to pay it forward. You know what I mean? Like mm. I want to be able to, to uplift somebody so that they can, go and uplift somebody else in, in whatever way that happens. Um, yeah. I, I, and I think also as I get older, professional success to me, um, it's important, but it, it, but it gets a little bit less important, especially as, as I kind of hit these milestones and I'm like, Oh, right. Like I'm not all of a sudden achieving Nirvana. I'm really proud of myself, but I'm like, Oh, there's always something more to do, you know? And if I feel like it's like, um, you know, chasing a rabbit that you'll never quite catch. So, um, I, I think it is important to me because I think success is fulfillment, you know. That's cool. Yeah. I just I actually have a I have a <gasps> casting director question. Let's talk about it. Um, as one, or maybe this would come a bit more from like your actor side now feeding into your new venture. Um, are there particular stories or uh, yeah, I guess maybe overall stories or story types that you're interested or you're like you're kind of like chomping at the bits to help tell or help put together? Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, just stories that haven't um, gotten the chance to really uh, blossom. I mean, I'm super interested in, in helping tell diverse stories, inclusive stories, and also like getting getting more people of color and and more LGBTQ people like into stories that are already like, I don't know, uh I don't know if the listener knows, but I'm a black woman. And when I was in school, like I would sometimes hear people say like, oh, I don't know if, if I'd see you as that or if I'd imagine you as that. And like from my perspective, I feel like I can imagine so many characters as so many different types of people. And so mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to sort of um, being uh, having a particular perspective and um, casting from my perspective, because I feel like uh, a lot of casting directors that I've met at least have been like middle-aged white women and nothing mm-hmm. against middle-aged white women, but it's one specific perspective and we need to Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Do you play Dungeons and Dragons? <laughs> you know, I don't. I don't. My, one of my Man. best friends loves D&D. So, but I, I personally am never playing. I think I would love to DM a game for the three of you. Oh, that'd be great. I think you all would be so good at D&D. And I think I, I had so many like simultaneous thoughts as as the uh, like where I was thinking about I was thinking about a new video game I've been playing that had a mode that you could turn on um that showed visually on the screen which direction certain sounds were coming from and 
that was like for deaf and hearing impaired players. And I let's just like, in, in terms of inclusion, that's where that popped up in my head. And I just like would have never thought about that, but think that that is so cool and like left it on for a good while. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause I just thought it was such an interesting thing to experience. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I was thinking about D and D and thinking about um, this sort of casting. I'm working on a project and uh, it's a D and D show and we designed characters and it was a, a cast of 10 actors who each sort of like pitched a character and we got these these characters together and we got them all designed and so some of them have pale skin and some of them have dark skin and some of them have blue skin and some of them are bird people and some of them are minotaurs or big beautiful green orcs or big beautiful <laughs> green orcs and <laughs> bbgos and <laughs> We we were having this conversation about like okay and and maybe maybe this you know what I'm gonna pose this as a question to you Regina because um, I think it I think it's I don't think there's a right answer but I think there are a lot of different perspectives on it um, and we were going all right so here's a character who can play this character can anybody play this character and this visual representation just happens to look like this or can only people who look like this play this character. Um, and I haven't quite wrapped my head around it yet. I think it's the former. I think it's, this is a visual representat- representation of one of these fictional characters and whoever wants to play it can play it or whoever gets cast in that role can play it. Mm. Um, I don't know. Did that say anything to you, Regina? Yeah. No, I know what you're saying. Like, um, I think, so A, I think all things being fair and equal, anyone would be able to play anyone. Um, but however, like, we just enough no art that we create will exist in a vacuum right like we mm-hmm. are in our culture and and all these things so i mean it depends i think if you're talking like a bird person <laughs> I, yeah i think anybody fair game anybody can play. <laughs> you know and I also, <laughs> but if you're ta- like but if it's like uh i don't know say like a like a black man then maybe consider a black man for that particular uh character but well not but and i think um it kind of i i don't think that the rules are as strict or formulaic as would maybe be nice it would kind of know it would be lovely to know all the time what exactly to do what is the right um (laughs) wouldn't it just wouldn't it just be so nice um but i but i think having a mind's eye towards like am i Am I filling up as many kind of holes in my own perspective as possible? You know, um, is a good, is a good question to lead with. And I also think it's really great to like have an intention at the beginning of a process to say like, this is what I kind of want this ensemble to feel like. And then like at during, while you're putting together who's going to play what character and stuff at the end, kind of looking and being like, did I stick, did I stay true to that intention? I think that's a good like North star. Um, Yeah. But this sort of broader conversation about who can play what I think like uh, really kind of comes down to certain people just don't have as many opportunities. And so it's, it, Mm -hmm. it is just such, um, such a shame when you know it's it's a clear-cut fit to be able to bring people in who match the identity of characters and and it, when that doesn't happen that like hurts my heart so much sure. um yeah all right well don't hurt regina's heart everybody let's get let's get it together please. don't you do it <laughs> <laughs> um okay we got tangential away from do you have advice on success be 
being a good person is <laughs> the ultimate success. Mm. I want a t-shirt. Yeah, I think that's my advice. <laughs> I want a t-shirt. Yeah. Being that. a good person <laughs> is the ultimate success. I love that. Yeah. Because I, I think, like, there's so many people out there who are talented, a lot of people who have, like, achieved a lot of professional or personal or interpersonal success, uh, you know, a lot of, like, kind of things that you could point to and say, oh, yeah, those are, like, bullet points that you can check off as, like, oh, I got that, yeah. But if, like, if you're not treating people with respect and if you're not, like, learning how to how to honor other people's experiences and how to honor your own experiences and if you're not kind of walking around with like a tender heart then i'm kind of like well screw you i mean that's a little hard yeah. <laughs> but i'm like you know the, <laughs> the most important thing is is to be a, a a kind person who listens um and i think everything else kind of comes from from there megan you're a very kind person who listens oh thank you i was just she said a kind person who listens and i was like there's one <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you didn't you didn't point to yourself no well no i'm kind and i kind of listen <laughs> <laughs> terrible but i'm working I just, on I think it you're a kind person who, i i would fight you on that because you, you do have a <gasps> podcast me. where you listen and you're kind so so i think the yeah. proof is in the point. <laughs> yeah yeah david i think you're both kind people who listen <laughs> thanks thank you you too <laughs> <laughs> all right well i'm gonna say all the exit stuff and then do, do you want to sing us a song about mitch mcconnell or is that weird i can try and make so i cannot guarantee it's good i i don't want it to be good he doesn't deserve your good i just don't <laughs> want you to do it if you don't want to do it but i want you to do it <laughs> all right okay should i do it okay. right now no i'm gonna say some outro stuff and then and then i'll say or can you give me a title um uh Get out of that shell and into into a well. Great. I, all right. So I'll I'll introduce it at the end. Um, all right. Okay. So this has been dressed for the podcast you want. My name has been David and still is David. And and this the the status is the same of my name, which is Megan. So Megan is still here and she is still Megan. Thanks everyone for listening. Um, I want to say so. You know, this is the second episode of a new season. We're doing stuff a little bit differently this year. Um, all of our social media stuff is going to be over on uh, a channel called Background Joys. They are a partner network with our uh, hosting network, Dimly Wit. Um, Background Joys is going to be where all the social media happens. Um, so it's Background Joys on Facebook and at background joys on twitter and at background dot joys on instagram because we couldn't get the the normal one um <laughs> but that's where you can go to like follow and like and subscribe and all that kind of stuff um but thank you everyone for listening for your support of this podcast and of everything that we're doing uh thank you regina for being on the podcast yes, this was again God. a long time coming and was so heartwarming and refreshing so just thanks for spending some time with us today yeah absolutely thank you for having me i have loved doing it oh. And I'm going to leave you with the musical stylings <laughs> Can't wait. of Regina Strayhorn's solo project. <laughs> this is a song called Get Out of That Shell and Into a Well. <laughs> Mitch, you know you got to get into that ditch. Get in that bucket. And you know that you say fuck it when I knew you, you were gonna swear funny because you have think it's funny mitch get out of your shell get into the well it will burn you to hell 
There we go. If you liked that, that was exactly what so Bandits good. on the Run music is like. And if you didn't, it yep. was nothing mm-hmm. like it. So. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's that and more with with two other voices with her. Yep. Oh, with some, some spicy mm-hmm. harmony. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> oh, so I forgot. That was the part that I forgot. And I'm glad we're still here to do it because genuinely, like, Bandits on the Run rules. Um, let's let's plug it. Regina, where can people go to to hear more and buy more and 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 be more and know more? Um, you can uh, follow us on Spotify or iTunes or wherever you like to stream music. Um, our website is banditsontherun.nyc. And on our socials, we're just at Bandits on the Run. Um, and we're about to be releasing a lot of new stuff. So go ahead and give us a follow. And I think that you'll you'll be happy about it this, this winter slash spring. Yes. Yes. The three-person awesome. band. They have amazing harmonies. They got a lot of beautiful strings and melodies and the, the they go by cool aliases themselves that's true yep it's a game yep. within a game yep and high five we did it we did it another podcast did that thing all right <laughs> i'm high-fiving you guys <laughs> hosted on dimlywit.com